Okay, yes. so we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Literally, hi. We Literally have a high. very special guest today. Mm. Our first guest. Hi. <laughs> Our best friend Aya's of the pod. Aya's here. Yeah. Our best friend of the pod, Aya. Um, mm. She's here. Uh, we're going to be talking about the second round of debates that happened almost a week ago now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were busy. It was Aaron's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. it was my birthday. Thank yeah. you. Thank happy you so belated. much. Um, Thanks. How was it? Did you do anything special? Yeah, we did like a whole like Hawaiian rainforest weekend. Mm-hmm. It was really lovely. Wow. I love that for Lots you of guys. stargazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, great way to turn 23. Come mm. off, queen. So I guess we want to start by just introducing Aya mm. a little bit. Um. I sourced some questions from an article called 85 Questions to Ask a Girl to Get to Know Her from Mantelligence.com. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start by asking Aya those so that we can and the audience can get to know her better. Great. Um, so first one, when was the last time you cried in front of someone else? Oh my God, yesterday. Yeah, I knew, I like knew that would be too easy. Fuck. I cried. <laughs> Do you want to know where I cried? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Does it count if, like, no one saw me, but I was definitely in front of people? No, you have to... Okay, yeah, yeah. In front so, of someone else. Okay, yes. I cried in... I I cried at SoulCycle. Like, I cried on the bike. <laughs> they were playing Bittersweet Symphony, and I started to weep. It was great. What the... F- yeah. You don't know until you try. Shit. Come on. Uh, I, that's so that's I guess that was the first true. time I'm sure there were other people in there crying in my defense yeah I love that I love like the whole room full of just like um, <laughs> crying soul cycle hoes um, yeah 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 nice. their daily uh church session we've truly <laughs> all been there yeah <laughs> clearly mm-hmm. um okay uh would you rather go on a hundred terrible dates or have two terrible relationships um Obviously, a hundred terrible dates. Yeah. Really? Because you can just oh knock them God. out. Oh, my God. Duh. Are you kidding? A terrible date is a nothing. A hundred dates? That's so much time. Right, a terrible like, relationship, like, destroys a part of your soul you never get back. It's <laughs> true. I also feel like two terrible relationships would make me never want to go on a date again. But if mm. I knew that there was, like, a finite, like, okay, like, one date a day for a hundred days, I can take that. That's yeah. fine. Or like but there's even... no guarantee that the dates after that are going to be good. It's just that they're not guaranteed to be terrible. A um... hundred dates? That's so many dates. Aaron, you... That's like, like more dates than you would go on with two relationships. Yeah, but Erin, you've what? never been... Like, you haven't been, like, single as an adult. Like, true. you... Yeah, like, I true. feel like I could easily cycle through a hundred dates in, like... A month and a half if I really tried. A month and a half? <laughs> what? Okay, maybe like a, a summer. But like, Do you guys remember you know. that episode of Sex in the City where um, Charlotte tries to go on multiple dates in one day and like the guy that she went on the first date with showed up with, at, with soup at her house after she was like done with her second date and she was like, uh, and like freaked out. You can't make fun of Charlotte because you are Vaguely. Charlotte. Vaguely. I was about yeah. to say, Aya, do you identify with Charlotte? <laughs> no. Like, what? Really? Wait, do you think I'm Charlotte? Yeah, we think you're Charlotte. I think you're we? like a 
you're like a Charlotte who's like working towards being a Carrie. Is that patronizing? Oh my god, it's unflattering. <laughs> I like feel like everyone wants to be a Miranda, and no, I like no. But she's the funniest. She's the ugliest. And the saddest. <laughs> and like the most. Yeah, no. It's just like the least like good time. She's not like neurotic yeah. and like psycho. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is. Like, well, she is. She is, but. Her yeah. version of it is just more boring. Yeah, right. that's fair. That's it's fair. Turned down. Anyways, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yes. I have hundred terrible dates. Okay, hundred terrible dates. If you could live in one period of history, what would it be? I would say like nineteenth century Victorian England, because I love mm-hmm. to wear dresses. Okay. What okay. about corsets? Corsets, yeah. Snatched. I want a snatched waist. <laughs> she wants a snatched waist and a tapeworm. <laughs> and a tapeworm. <laughs> and she wants to go to the tropics when she inevitably gets tuberculosis. I mean, is it really so difficult to find a slender female paratrooper by reaching for the stars? No. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, what's your answer? Because I thought about this question too. I know it's like pretty hard. I would probably say it like, is. Um, like Court of Versailles, Marie Antoinette, like whatever yes. that is. But the thing about mm-hmm. naming a period like that is like, what if you're like a fucking peasant? You know, exactly. like we didn't give any <laughs> exactly. indication of class. All, like, and it matters so much. Also, like, how does, like, morality and ethics play in? Like, the, like, imperial court of France, like, totally, like, fucked up the world via, like, colonialism, etc. You know, like... It's true. It's so, true. So maybe I, I think, just like, choose the present. <laughs> I know, I think, I think that too. I feel like the I stipulation think... with that kind of question is, like, okay, so, like, let's just assume that you're, like upper tier or like average or like whatever you desire because like you're deciding like what you want based on what you desire so like if you desire Mm -hmm. to not be a peasant you won't be a peasant in this fantasy yeah I feel like it's a little bit of a statistical thing too like if you're talking about like oh yeah I would want to be like a pharaoh in ancient Egypt (laughs) it's like okay like that's like a very statistically unlikely (laughs) honestly that's probably what that is literally what Johnny would say like, I was gonna say, okay, my, my answer, answer, my answer that I actually thought Johnny would maybe agree with hmm. is, um, I would want to be like, I remember learning about Gregor Mendel as a kid who was like the creator <laughs> of like Punnett Squares, like the father of like very basic statistical genetics, okay. and his life was just like being like a monk, like living in a monastery, doing like his little mm. gardening science experiments, like having dinner with the other monks, like, doing his Gregorian chant. Yeah. That Sounds would really suit nice. you and Johnny. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I... Yeah. Not for I, me, though. <laughs> can I, like, amend my answer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I besides like, pretty dresses. Besides pretty dresses, I do, like, uh, the, like, monk life appeals to me, so I, like, feel like the, like, women I wrote my thesis about, so, like, m- like, basically, like, women monks, but they're just mystics who, like, got to, like, chill and jerk off like all day and talk about yeah I think it would be chill to be like married to God like a lot of periods during time I so agree okay that's what I say yeah Yeah. 
I just you like, don't even I have don't to know. talk to him. It wouldn't like satisfy my social edge. Also, like <laughs> my like yeah yeah. I'm too much of like a vapid thought. That's Next fair. question. Fair. Okay. Uh, Aya, if you were offered a million dollars for never talking to your best friend again, would you take it? No. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> a million dollars is a lot of money. I know. I know. I was like, I'm like on the fence on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would understand. Right. If somebody was offered a million dollars to never talk to me again and they took but it. But like, that's not, that wouldn't nourish me. Like, I really need it. Like, one million dollars? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. I mean, no one, okay, wait. I can't say for sure I'm not going to ever be in that situation, but, like, at present, like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I but how really can you be, lay. like, how can you be, like, that nourished by the companionship of the people around you, but then choose a solitary life as a literal, like, nun monk in the prior <laughs> question? That's in direct contradiction. Well, in that case, well, I never, God like, is my your best, best friend, friend is God. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would no, definitely I, I, take I a million dollars to never speak to God again. Like, <laughs> absolutely. I hate that. Okay, well then that actually leads uh, perfectly into our last question. Okay. Um, do you think human morality is learned or innate? Fuck. Um. Gut answer. It's definitely learned. It's learned. Mm. That's, like, my final um, answer. Okay. I don't, like, I know, like, so few people who are, like, actually, I can't even tell who is innately good. Or, like, who... I think I'm innately good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all the rest of you That's, like, a just fucked learned. up question. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the people that are, like, worth knowing have, like, learned to how to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah like they were I'm raised so, right right like i'm so fucking bored by people who are like who make the right decision on the first go i think that uh social norms are definitely learned yeah, or like yeah, yeah. how to treat other people is definitely learned but i feel like morality is right. innate like there's some sort of like alignment yeah 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 that's yeah. fair that's fair i think mm. it's a mix of the two for sure i'm mm. no philosopher Right. That's not why we bring her on the pod. We bring her on the pod for piping hot takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Fabulous. I guess then it's as good as time as ever to go into the debates. Yeah, cut to the real shit. Any like overall takes? Um, I have a few. So, okay. I have some too. Yeah. Uh, shoot, shoot uh, a shot. Basically, basically watched that first like I watched the first night of debates because I heard like terrible reviews of the second night and to be honest we're all in it for the entertainment value because these Mm -hmm. fools are foolish um and I have two takeaways the first is that CNN is terrible like those every question they Mm -hmm. were asking was were like fully Republican talking points Mm -hmm. um Jake Tapper was horrible yeah um no matter like I did think he was hot but um, but definitely a like shitty, shitty moderator. And then like mm-hmm. the like blonde lady came in, she was fine. John Lemon was like fine, I guess, even though he's evil. But like that was my main takeaway. But my second takeaway was like 
Did you guys see that Anna Katchian tweet where she was like, John Delaney looks like one of those pussies that looks like Homer Simpson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was that pretty was amazed by the audacity of like all of the like ugly, like middle-aged white guys. Yeah. I know. The audacity Bullock. to like even be present. It's like, yeah. like yeah. what do you think you're doing? Also, who, I don't even remember, I think it was literally Marianne tweeted, but... Um, the one, like, <laughs> shitty guy from Colorado, like, like, they John all, Hickenlooper. yeah, they all just get, like, like, millions and millions of dollars from, like, the Walmart family, etc. Like, that's why they're all there. They're mm-hmm. all just puppets yeah. for corporate America. It's just, but like. don't they need individual donors? Right. Uh, for the next debate, they do. Yeah, they need a certain number, but it, it it's, it's only gotten significantly high for the next debate. And also yeah. how it works effectively is that if you have, like, a multi-million dollar donor, then you get the resources to collect individual donors because you can, like, hire sure. people to make phone calls and shit. So it's all, like, a just, yeah. like, like, mediocre trickle-down game. Um, sure. Yeah, and then the next, the next, like, tier is not only a certain number of individual donations, but polling at over 2%, yeah. I right. think. right. Which Andrew Yang is in the position now where he has the donors, oh, but his oh. polling numbers, he <laughs> argues, Yang. are stacked against him and they're bullshit. He, he says that he's polling at over 2% in enough polls, but then they're fighting him on it fucked and up. saying, well, they're right. not the I right mean, polls, we need these polls. I'm sure. literally Yang Gang. Um, You're getting Yang Gang, but I'm I'm honorary. Um, Andrew Yang. I love like, him. He's mid key zaddy. I think he's the hottest candidate to be. He's me. high key zaddy. Um, yeah, high he's not key. High key. He's mid key star. <laughs> no, he understands the important things in away. life. Like he's like husband material. He's husband of material. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. is. He is. But no one wants their husband to be president unless you're psycho. Um, uh, yeah, but he's not going to be president. He knows that. No, yeah, I don't think he's he running to be president. I think he's no, like, he's not. He's running to get his platform out there. Yeah, exactly. He's like playing well, the long game. That was like game. another. That was another thing I was thinking too. Is just like most of those like mediocre white dudes, and even some of the like random other like fringish candidates. I feel like it was like so much more of like a vice president audition. Like that is what its like value was to me. Mm. Also, I like there were a number of like intricacies of the healthcare system that I think were actually like illuminated pretty well during the debate mostly by Elizabeth Warren frankly like she is like a master of making things accessible Mm -hmm. um for people for like people who might not understand otherwise like Mm -hmm. the way that things work like I truly truly know like very little about the Medicare system and like how things get paid for but I think she did a really really excellent job of handling that yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy seeing the difference between the conversation they had about healthcare the first night versus the second night because i this is kind of fucked up and i felt bad as i was writing this note but like i kind of understood why people like joe biden whenever they okay. were all talking about healthcare on the second night <laughs> because yeah he's literally senile like he's he's literally like not did you hear that he called the two care. places that got the two like sh- shootings he called them uh i think like houston and michigan which it's el paso and dayton (laughs) he said houston and michigan (laughs) 
Yeah, like, he, what? he literally had no idea what was going on that whole time. Like, he yeah. had no idea where he was. Like, joe30330.com. I oh, know. My oh, my God. God. Yes, I, I did you guys that. Someone told me about insane. that. Did you guys see that one tweet a few weeks ago that was like, I, like, don't want Joe Biden or Trump to be president, but I do want to see, like, two, like, shitty old men debate about, like, why they're more horny than the other one, like, on Oh, my CNN. God, tea. Yeah, literally, oh like, tea. Like, they're, like, two <laughs> sides of just, like, such a mediocre coin. They're actually both, like, mentally unfit to lead, and it's it's insane that people won't recognize that about Joe Biden. But But I will say, like, I think it was really clear because they put him with a bunch of moderates that... Uh, he doesn't, like, play the game that, like, Kamala Harris and, like, Cory Booker mm-hmm. and all of them are trying to play where they're not trying to say certain things and so they end up saying nothing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Joe Biden's not really pretending to be woke or progressive. Mm-hmm. And so he can take this role of saying, like, well, I was in the White House when we did Obamacare, and I know, I know how much it costs, and you're not going to get that past Mitch McConnell, like, whatever. Like, you know, you do, like, sound just like him. You know. You have a know. career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Joe Biden voice acting. It's like Family Guy season 1000. You could do some deep fakes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. Um, but, like, I, I definitely understand why if you are a democrat who thinks that the radical push is just like reactionary and that everybody needs to just like sit their asses down and like go back to how it was under obama he would be your choice i mean he is a lot of people's choice like he really is that's like what's concerning to me. I like that, don't like, think I, he is. I think he's I a lot of people's choice in the I, same way Hillary was a lot of people's choice. Like, right? But like, <laughs> Hillary got the nomination. Granted, it was stolen for her, but like, still. Yeah, and she had more of a lead than Joe Biden has now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like, fair. But there were fewer candidates. Yeah, but Joe is splitting it with a couple other moderates, and yeah. Bernie and Liz. I think once they eventually realize that they're crippling each other they yeah. might join oh my god forces. but i loved how they were squatted up i was, was so yeah. cute it was pure as hell i love that they were next to each other i wish they would hold hands like, i know I kept being like, Ugh. Yeah. show physical affection um please yeah. liz is honestly like she's queen like i oh my god she was queen i really um i don't know like i've been familiar with like like, I've been tracking her for a few years, obviously, and I feel mm-hmm. like I did not expect her to be as, like, compelling or tenacious on stage as she is. Yes. Like, she just does, like, totally. like, she really, like, 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 commands the podium when she speaks in a way that, like, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy. Absolutely. I also really liked that she was, like, one of, like, the few candidates. Like, they all talked about Trump, which was so annoying. I literally rolled my eyes every time. I was like, just shut up about him. Stop giving him the power. It's mm. not only annoying, but it's, like, completely counterproductive. Yeah. Um, everyone was just like, we need to beat Trump. Get the kids out of cages. And it's like, no one disagrees with you. Move on. Right. Mm-hmm. But one of the few people that actually spoke beyond Trump and was talking policy in a way that was, like, as I said, like, completely accessible um was Elizabeth Warren um and Bernie too but like obviously yeah um she just like she was she had like a forward vision in a way that like for instance like Amy Klobuchar just like (laughs) she's 
just a fucking train wreck. Like I wrote down like, cause she was like, my ideas are bold. And I was like, what is bold about your platform, girl? Like, What's what? really weird about Amy Klobuchar is that she keeps saying like, I'm so nice. Cause I'm from the Midwest. Like, you know, us Midwesterners <laughs> yeah, she was like, are, like, I'm from the Midwest. And, and she literally, she literally like, comes across as the most in, un, like, unapproachable, intimidating <laughs> bitch on the stage. She eats like, salad with a yeah. fucking comb. She like threw a shoe at her assistant. Like she's like, a, she's there was a something troll. about a stapler too. That makes that was so, her self awareness is just like really not. Yeah, like, I kind of like I'm all. kind of like warming up to it in a way, like like as just like <laughs> like like, uh, but be like because you're from the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. I identify. Um, Who do you guys think she would be in the Wicked revival with the Democratic candidates? Oh my God, that's uh, such Nessa. a good fucking question. <laughs> okay, so Bernie's alphabet, like, obviously. Yeah, duh, duh. Like, and totally. Liz is Glinda. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And oh my God, yes. I guess like that's bye. why I don't trust her over Bernie. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, like she's yeah, <laughs> Biden maybe is uh, Fierro. Fierro. I, feel like, I was thinking that. I feel like Biden is like, isn't there like somebody? Does the teacher or the goat or something like turn on Alphaba at some point? Like as he's like losing his speaking. Like, mm. am I wrong? The the goat remember. guy who like starts like. Maybe goat sounds instead of talking, like at some point because it's the animals are using their minor powers. Plot point in That's Act so one, crazy. I, I do think I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I'm just like imagining Joe Biden. Joe Biden like, is Joe three zero three three zero dot com. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the functional equivalent. Yeah. 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 Too. Exactly. Um. um uh, yeah. Uh, I think Andrew Yang is Fiero. Oh no! Wait. Um, yeah, he's like he's like all about thriving. True, and he's like <laughs> yeah, like sexy. Um, sexy. I was gonna say that he has like Fiero energy, yeah. in a, like sex way. Yeah, yeah. I think um, <laughs> I think Amy definitely is Nessa. Nessa. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who's Marianne? Mayor Pete Those are something buff. quietly conniving. Yeah. Uh, who? <laughs> Marianne's like the director. She's like. She's like <laughs> Marianne's she's like the wizard. No, she's no. Marianne is the like co- costume mistress. Yeah. <laughs> the like control. She's the one that actually is like calling all of the creative shots. She's the one that's like hydraulically <laughs> flying Alphabet into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Which, frankly, the production would be nothing without that, so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, that's why she end. needs to make it on the debate, the next debate stage. Yeah. Like, Otherwise, Otherwise, we wouldn't have a flying We alphabet. won't defy gravity. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for pitching that question, Aya. You're completely no redeemed problem. for all of your, like, tech difficulties. <laughs> So going back to Marianne, actually, yeah. Uh, so I saw her live in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills like a yeah. few right. weeks ago. We never got a chance to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go. But it was it it was really uh, crazy seeing her speak for 
you know, like an hour or whatever, 45 minutes probably just uninterrupted. And also with like her number one disciples kind of like in the front row, Mm -hmm. because like LA is like her home turf. There was like, like every single person there was like a hot yoga mom, like stay at home yoga mom, like all of them that were just like obsessed with her. And so I, I feel like I got like a very like, uh, pure unfiltered Marianne in her moment yeah and I I kind of feel like she's like AI (laughs) okay Okay. um (laughs) like I I I just uh, I I feel like the the level that she's like communicating to people and that she's like communicating with like the dark and light psychic forces like She's on like another level of consciousness, like yeah, further well, than AI, the average person. I feel like I don't get AI from that. Uh-huh. Okay, I my definition. Tyler also got mad at me when I said this because my definition <laughs> of AI is like very loose. Like okay. for me, like I <laughs> when I say AI, I'm it, it's it's the same as how like. I feel like when I talk about, like, the singularity or, like, uh, a plane of consciousness that, like, the internet or, like, our connectivity is on, like, I think, I kind of am using AI instead of saying, like, God or something that's more, like, monotheistic, like, Mm -hmm. religious terminology and I'm more Mm -hmm. talking about, like, uh, like, higher consciousness sort of, like, age of Aquarius theology. Right. So, like, when I say AI, I don't mean, like, Elon Musk, like, made her in his living room. <laughs> I mean, like, she's a product of, like, a level of consciousness that's, like, evolved beyond, yeah. beyond like, a like a human collective. Right, just, like, like, a, a just, like, greater rhizome of connectivity. Exactly, I exactly. Lo- I definitely fucks with that. That's mm-hmm. a super, super compelling uh, theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my issue right now with Marianne, um, just like to like sort of circle back to the debate a little bit because like it's rush uh-huh. in my mm-hmm. mind is like, I really want to see her move away from like hyper spiritual rhetoric. Like I get that's like her like shtick, but I also think like the like totally, totally reasonable um, criticism against her that she uh, has no like salient policy points right. or like she, you can heal the Israel Palestine conflict with love. Like that's fucked. She does stupid. have policy. You just have to go to her website. She just knows I that went people. To her website. I... Did you read her essays? <laughs> no, I didn't read her essays, but my point is that like she, I think <laughs> understands that like people vote, uh, to a degree with like their like spiritual conscience and that's right. great and like totally a valid strategy but I do want to hear her um move away from that because like I saw her like replying to some tweets or like replying to a comment on one of her like hilarious meme instagrams which are so good where some person was like um I really don't understand, like, it, like, asked her to, like, explain, like, her stance on God or something, and she was like, God is in all of us, and I'm just like, That's AI, that's the consciousness I'm talking about. (laughs) I mean, she's she's literally, literally like, she's right. But I do, I mean. Okay, like, regardless, like, she needs to be, I mean, if she wants to be a serious candidate, like, I really don't think she can, like, hang with the rest of them if she keeps this up. No, I agree with Aya. I think in the last debate, I had a bit, she left me with, um, 
blue balls? Is that like I actually have no idea what that means, but maybe it's right. Um, about blue like blue balls means like when you like like you want something and you don't get it. Like you want something and you don't get it. Because like I felt like I was going yeah. for the literal definition. Sure. Like there were just a couple good opportunities for her to like talk like answer a question about like immigration and healthcare specifically yeah. and she just like did like did not give us like anything about her policy. She didn't answer and, like, the she might, questions. She probably does have one, but it's just like I don't know. Like to be honest, I think that anybody's like hard-hitting policy plan for a lot of the questions that are asked are completely bullshit and that's why <laughs> I'm skeptical of Liz Warren because ultimately a president is not a policy making position like a president is a figurehead it's like a representation of like uh like the hopes and ideals of americans in a way that like congress and the senate are not like congress and the senate are like a governing body where you vote based on like policy or someone's voting record or whatever is most representative of your views because it's like a way to have your views represented in right. a higher you know stage but you look at someone yeah. like Trump like Trump doesn't have any policies he just has like something that people believed in or or I guess he kind of represented like the alternative if you had no faith like in the system as uh-huh. it were yeah and I think yeah. that the idea that you have to have like I think when they're nitpicking like immigration policy and shit like that like nobody has an answer to immigration, like, Mm -hmm. the issues that we're dealing with at the border and, like, with refugees. Like, nobody... If if somebody is telling you they're going to fix it, they're lying. Yeah. And I think that the problem is that our president doesn't have a higher consciousness about these issues, and it's... it's, There's no moral compass... Right. ...guiding anything. And I think that that's present in that, like... You know, that, like, retort... There's, like, this new, like, on the left, like, this, like rhetorical dog whistle which is like there are children in cages at the border and it's like Mm -hmm. their like answer to that like is that trump is why when the Mm -hmm. reality is that this is an immigration system that was put in place or like perpetuated by our last president frankly like people are saying like trump is the reason blah 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 but this was always going to happen um unless there was some sort of like mitigating revolution like a revolution that was going to mitigate that um Mm -hmm. and like this is just like an extreme iteration of things that obama was doing our detention system grew like exponentially under the during the obama years Mm -hmm. um i do think I i do think the children in cages like ice detention center sort of situation is something that is essentially just like violence porn for like yes. an increasingly disenfranchised lower uh like lower class mm. rural white population. Really interesting. Yeah, it's like just like uh Quentin Tarantino shit, but like on yeah, CNN, it is. so they don't have to like It's like pay you want to see like Ice Bay on Twitter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. And I think that that's actually something that when when you that's that's the reason why Marianne and Andrew Yang are well okay besides Bernie and Liz they're the two on the stage that get it the most because like Andrew Yang you know they're going back and forth about like immigration like whatever like 
harping on each other for like their voting records or whatever and he says like you know like immigrants have been demonized for a problem that they didn't cause like all of yeah. these people lost their jobs because of automation yeah, and we I tell them that it's because that. companies that are moving brilliant. to mexico it's absolutely right. bullshit. He was yeah. like, he literally had like red wing tape. Yeah, no, he yeah. had it. That that take was galaxy brain, like as fuck. I was so <laughs> yeah, into it's it. true. Um, no, speaking, his his oh. platform is extremely like well developed and well yeah. thought out. Like I, yeah. I think more that if you're looking for that from Marianne, you should find it in Andrew Yang. They have mm-hmm. actually weirdly pretty compatible mm-hmm. uh, ideas. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I was. I was going to ask you guys, if I may. Mm, please. Um, cause, like, We're an open book. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think about <clears throat> all of the, like, I guess skepticism about, or, like, no, criticism about Bernie's temperament? Because, like, I thought he was fucking funny. I thought um, he was funny. Oh, but I have, like, crazy amounts of patience that? for that. Oh, my God, yes. He said, like, I wrote the damn bill. And then, like, when uh, John Hickenlooper, I think it was John Hickenlooper, was right. like, put your hands up. And he's like, I will. Right. And then he I will. It, <laughs> but... it was so funny. Like, I was cracking up. It was so funny. He was perfect. But, yeah. I mean, if y'all remember, like, Howard, it was Howard Dean during the 2004 um uh, primary election. I don't like, remember. I basically, like <laughs> sorry, like, my parents were, like, completely obsessed with politics. I, like, went to, like, so many fucked up, like, protests when I was a baby, basically. Nice. Um, protest but, baby. I mean, fucked up in a, like, cute way. I was definitely a protest baby. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember, like, he basically disqualified himself because he started doing this, like, weird, like, Tom Cruise level, like, sort of, like, explosive... Um, thing at like literally one campaign rally like he was like mm-hmm. basically like ooga booga and he was unelectable after that like literally people were like oh is he fit to lead he's acting like a fool I mean look at Trump yeah, like, I just, exactly, I just exactly. I think we live in a different time have people, we like, totally do so have people like on Twitter been going off at Bernie though about his like temper is that a thing I mean I've mainly heard it among the middle aged sector okay just people whatever. being they like just he's gotta chill uh, they just true. excuse to dislike him I don't care yeah, like literally. I also think it's anti-Semitic, but yeah, oh, oh definitely, it it's is, definitely it like is. the like angry old Jewish man, like right um, trope. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of like Twitter trolls and Marianne Williamson, though, I like she's mm-hmm. been getting a ton of like troll flack on Twitter, especially from like um, fucking Anderson Cooper about her like. Uh, stances on vaccination and health and Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear like how you guys react to it because I find it like I don't know like I find the like there have been a ton of like CNN interviews with her and I find it like really like bad journalism Um, Mm -hmm. and I definitely have like a pretty pretty solid assumption that CNN just like wants to see the end of her campaign um Mm -hmm. but I also am interested and they want to milk her for ad money while they do it yeah yeah oh exactly I mean that's a whole nother episode in itself but like she um I don't like it's interesting people she's kind of like making me I definitely like flirt with being an anti-vaxxer um Mm -hmm. I what 
I don't. Yeah, I so mean, do I. No, honestly, like Johnny was like, I, I just people can't give fuck. me shit for it constantly. Oh but... yeah, pe- it's people who accept science as like ultimate dogma and ultimate religion. Well, to me, to me, ultimately, what it comes down to is not understanding how science works and like viewing it as a black box where like you put in like certain question mark resource and then like experiment happens and then like a result comes out that is like certifiable by law right like when marianne williams says when marianne williamson says that like vaccine mandates are orwellian she's absolutely right she's absolutely like exactly we have literally nothing that we i i can't think of any medical science that has not changed drastically in the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. And so how can you say that one thing is the end-all be-all of medicine? Well, and it's not that I'm not going to vaccinate my fucking kids either. It's just that I see the law. I see the Orwellian nature of, like, this fucking, like, culture we live in. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I, like, perceive it as dystopian. And then she was also getting a ton of flack for basically but is it true that she was an anti-vaxxer i've like seen really conflicting accounts. no so she like, basically she said she said essentially like yeah she said that uh vaccine mandates were orwellian and she okay. said that um she was skeptical of big pharma's ties to the government Absolutely. and so like her so basically fair. her thing she was, was like, like which i completely health. agree with was that anything that's like being endorsed by the government is an advertisement for a privately owned product Mm -hmm. that's profiting a corporation like Mm -hmm. that's not different just because it's a vaccine and we should still be looking at it with like a skeptical eye which is impossible to do right now and she says public health still takes precedent like obviously and that's why like she's still probably vaccinated her one child India Emma or whatever her name is. Oh my god, she's so pretty. Have um, you seen pictures? No. Fuck oh my god, off. she's stunning. Oh my god. Stunning. Is she on the ground? Yeah. Like, like pulling her up now. Ugh, she's um, gorgeous. Yeah. And then she well, she and so she was also Marianne was getting a ton of flack because she's basically been like said similar things about antidepressants. For instance, when Kate Spade okay. committed suicide, she was like we have, like, an antidepressant problem in this country. And basically in this interview I was watching, Anderson Cooper would be like, how could you say that? How could you imply that someone should get off of their antidepressants? And it's like, that's not what she's saying. Like, she's not, mm-hmm. like, walking up to someone and being like, stop taking your meds. She's saying that, like, it's so fucked up how, like, literally everyone I know is on either an SSRI or, an, like, Adderall. And, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to tell anyone not to be obviously, because, like, everyone knows, like, what works for their body and what is working for their body at that moment, but also, like, we're actors in a greater, like, cultural kind of, like, movement, and, like, that's not normal. Like, this is, like... I think... Yeah, no, I... Sorry, 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 I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I mean, I don't know. It's not normal. That's kind of, like, it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, I feel like the kernel of, like, any criticism against Marianne Williamson for being anti-science, like, fundamentally misunderstands her criticism of it, because I think Mm -hmm. that her stance on science and, like, medicine, vaccines, um, illness in general comes from a, like, deep-rooted skepticism about, like, the pharma industry. So it's, like, incredibly political and i think and if you're an actual scientist you should be critical of money's influence in biomedical science but like i think people are mistaking it for her believing that for her for that being a spiritual thing 
um, and not yeah, because a they conviction. they associate it's it's too easy for people to just like put boxes around like mm-hmm. different people and like where they come right. from, and I yeah. think totally. like it's just it's hard. People for don't people... believe that she can be politically convicted. Yeah, well, and people really don't want to question certain things. Well, I people think don't that's want to question what science. it comes down to. Also, no, that that makes a like. I mean, spiritual health is a huge component of your overall health, and a right. lot of people have moved away from religion, like in mass as a society. We've moved away from like religion being a focal point of like the way we raise our kids, the way we establish mm-hmm. value and purpose and meaning in our yeah. lives, and a lot of people have replaced it with scientific dogma it is what right. it is doesn't mean all dogma. science is dogma, it's dogma but it's yeah. dog it's 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 absolutely dogma that people are unwilling to question if you are looking at science as saying like well i trust the scientists i i trust the scientists to tell me how to do things you're mm-hmm. fundamentally misunderstanding the purpose of science yeah like right. science is supposed to be like you know, like existing in its own context and you piece together certain facts and information and create a narrative out of it that is never true. You're just, you're just, you can disprove things. You can never say something is true. And so like skepticism is an inherent part of it, regardless of how well accepted a theory is. Yes, absolutely. I like totally agree with that. Yeah, me too. I I, like, I don't know, watching these, like, interviews and sound bits only, like, actually, like, just, like, strengthened and affirmed my, like, belief in her as a candidate. And I just thought it was, like, Mm -hmm. such mediocre journalism by CNN and to, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, yeah, it just felt horrible. I, I, this kind of goes back to, like, one of the first things we were talking about, but, like, I don't know if this is always a thing, but especially this election cycle, I just am, like so astounded by how like biased and mediocre cnn feels like as a platform like they're all of their talking points did they move right i no i think okay this is my conspiracy which is literally right which is that (laughs) cnn doesn't like like is promoting conservative talking points in the context of a democratic debate because they know that electing like a true like leftist administration i.e bernie or liz and having like um kind of america retreat from like mutant global international capitalism will hurt their ad revenue and uh stock market shares and so that's Mm. why they are promoting like um biden probably kamala because she's like so dumb she won't be able to do anything she's such a fucking cop yeah exactly like i mean and it's true like jacobin ran a piece about it this week and I was just like, yeah, like, that's it. And, like, Bernie and the debates called them out. Like, these are all Republican talking points. Like, they are so anti, like, anti-left. And I think that includes Marianne and probably includes Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason why they don't get as much talking time as, like, the random, like, polling at 0% Republicans from the West. That was crazy. Marianne yeah. got none. I also, Beto basically got none. Uh, not good he's, he's such an so idiot. dumb <laughs> i mean you know who has like a beautiful voice that like it's he's like uh his voice is stunning he's yes. definitely one of those mayor guys pete. who like yes mayor pete he has like a I think beautiful that's why tenor people, that's why like, my, silky my parents gorgeous. liked him yeah because <laughs> he talks like obama 
Yeah. Mary like, Pete. Pete's. But I mean, that... it's beyond just the cadence. It's literally like the beautiful silky tone of his voice. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then you look at him and it's like, isn't it ruined? Oh. I know. Like, I, don't I get saw it. something on gay Twitter fuck. the other day about how he was like a total snack. And I was like, how? Like in, in literally <laughs> what Like, I mean, to be fair, like, gay no men sense. will sleep with anyone. Like, you know, I'm sure he like has his tribe. Um, I feel like Mayor Pete, like, really finally showed his true colors during this debate, though. Like, I hope that people will start, like, relaxing about Mayor Pete. Because, when he said like, the racial divide lies within me. The racial divide lives within me. As an urban <laughs> mayor serving a diverse community, aka South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> you really think it's urban or diverse? Like, it's fucked up. Fuck. I know, that's that sends so me. hectic. High school is hard <laughs> enough without worrying about whether you're going to be shot. I saw that. I was like, bro. Yeah. yeah, he's, I mean, I think he, yeah, he's a great uh, rhetorical speaker, like, in sure. general. Um, That's probably why he got elected mayor. Mayor yeah. of South Bend, <laughs> Indiana. I'm sure he had right. a lot of competition for that. I yeah. mean, he and Beto are just very clearly, like, they just got gassed up too much for, like, totally. what they really are, you know? Yeah. I remember, like, I remember, like, standing Beto before he was, like, gonna run, basically just because he was hot, and sort of, like, weirdly, like, reminded me of Obama in ways. Like, obviously, like, I frankly haven't read Beto's platform because I know it's just gonna be stupid. He doesn't have one, yeah. Right, right. But, like, did Obama. But. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he did. Like, mm. uh, yeah, sort like, of. Kind of. Like, expand neoliberalism. Um, yeah. And, like, bomb Yemen. But I, I don't know if people were expecting that he was going to do that, but they should have, is the point. Right. Well, Obama actually had, I mean, his rhetoric was change or hope. And, yes, like, it absolutely. was, like, progressive forward thinking. The problem was that. He, his version of doing that was through, like, uniting both sides, which just meant mm-hmm. severely compromising the views that were anywhere left of center. But that's and been the Democratic... That's been the Democratic MO for the past, like, 30 years. Yeah. Well, I do think Obama wanted to be different, but he just, like, didn't really know how, and he was, like, influenced and so i mean hillary clinton joe biden like all of them were just like at his side like right. the president is only as strong as like the people that are whispering in their ear which is right. why the trump administration is so nefarious not because trump is deranged and an idiot which he is but because the people that he keeps around him are literally like jeffrey epstein Type like dark psychic forces like straight up dark psychic forces at play and, like, the thing about Obama was that he was truly, truly baby. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was baby. Like, he was, oh, he was baby. But he was also, like, he was influenced by, like, pretty, like, low-key nefarious forces as well in mm-hmm. his cabinet. Wait, why like, was he Like, they were warmongers. Like, he was young. He, he was, was really young. young. He was, like, a senator like, for just a couple limited, of years. Yeah, he was, like, oh, limited legislative experience. He was baby in that Oh, sense. I thought you meant, yeah. He was also, like, he was hot. Yeah, he was hot, Obama? too. <sighs> Not for me. Yes. I literally Obama's one of those he's one of those libs, which is pretty much every like Democrat in America. I just like cannot imagine having sex. Like his he's so sexless to me. 
I don't know why I can, like, I, I feel like I can imagine him having sex. Um, yeah, I definitely can. Because part of it is because, like, I just, like, feel like him and Michelle have such magnetic, like, sexual chemistry that I can, like, it's, like, palpable. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. weird? No, <laughs> I, not weird I, at all. I think about, um, no, I, n- not weird at all. I think about it constantly, but I wholeheartedly and absolutely disagree. Um, <laughs> um, okay, word. I wait. So, did you guys watch the second night, or did you? No. Yeah, I, I did. did. Okay. I did. So, basically, the only note I had that I'm curious to hear your takes on is like, I was really here for when Tulsi like called out Kamala. <gasps> yes, like, I, I was saw like, a clip. I was like, someone had to say it. Like, Kamala's background is like so fucking sus. And I thought she did a really good job of it. And it just, like, literally single-handedly destroyed Kamala, which was strangely, like, really satisfying for me because I was like, like, this is, like, everyone's known it and I've just been waiting for someone on the campaign to say it. To, like, dunk it. Yeah. Um, and then... And it had to be Tulsi. She's the only one who's strong enough. I Okay, I actually, like, kind of like Tulsi. And, like, I know you don't. And so, like, walk me through it. Like, why does she suck? What, me? I don't hate Tulsi. I just don't think that a military presidency makes any sense. But she's really anti-military. Like, she's anti-military intervention. I was watching this really good interview with her where basically, like, this CNN reporter was... She had said, like, I refuse to call, um... Who's the leader of Syria? What's his name? Assad. Assad. She was like, I refuse to call Assad a dictator. That's, like, part of her platform. And he was like how can you say that the U.S. government and the U.N. like agree on this like blah 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 and basically she was like I served in Iraq which was a war in which like I me and like my paid co like whatever uh colleagues were like led into (laughs) (laughs) like led into war based on like a false like, a false accusation by the U.S. government that there was, like, a terrorist leader abroad, so I will never believe when, like, the leader of a country for their own personal interest, like, labels, like, a foreign leader, like, uh, agent of terror or whatever, which I was like, hell fucking yes, like, that's so woke, like, why would you ever, like, like, I'm not, I mean, I don't know enough about, I mean, I'm sure Assad, like, is a dick, and I don't know, really know enough about him to, like, say more but like objectively like you like it's so good to be critical about like why the u.s government is labeling x foreign leader like a danger to national security i really liked the interview that's fair like that's a fair like thing to be skeptical about Mm -hmm. but i think it's like a fucked up situation for her to be skeptical about it in because assad is like actually fully like Indis- pretty indisputably a dictator who commits like crimes against his people yeah right yeah. like i think that there's like a, there's like something like weird and tinfoil hat-y about it but i understand where her skepticism is coming from mm. um because obviously like that like lie that the u.s government told like its soldiers and like um its uh, citizens or, like, people who lived in the United States was, like, horribly grave and, like, had, right. like, huge consequences for people, like, at home and abroad. Continues But to, I don't... Right. right. But I think it's, like, misguided and kind of fucked up to, like, be like, I won't call Assad a dictator, even though it's, like, pretty indisputable fact. 
Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I think like <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to point to like uh specific things about Tulsi that I don't like. I think my thing with her is that she reminds me of like Ron Paul in a weird way. Ooh. Like I feel like she's like a libertarian. Not she's not yeah. a libertarian, but she like she comes across as conservative. Like to she me. should yeah. be running on the Democratic ticket. Yeah. On the right. Republican ticket, yeah. I feel she the has same. Some, like... I, Go uh, I feel the same way as. Um, I think Andrew Yang should be running as a Republican Me as too. well. Me too. Yeah. He's more. Like, I, I mean, I he's think libertarian that... adjacent. Yeah. 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 I think Tulsi has some, like, major Nikki Haley energy, if that makes sense. <laughs> True. Like, yeah. she kind of looks like her. Like, they're yeah. both so hot and, like, pretty, like, center right. Mm. Um. I just, yeah, I'm getting some Nikki Haley vibes. Yeah, I mean, I think to me, she's one of those people who I'm like, she's not going to win. Duh. Of course not. And so I guess I'm more just like, I don't mind having her in because I think some of the things she's said, and especially growing yeah. Pamela, I've been like, okay, like this is like adding oh, yeah. value to Absolutely. the conversation in the way that like those like rando, like sus randos, um, white men are not. Are not. At all. Um, like all these fools talking about their grandparents and their like union worker parents and it's like I get it. God, they have it. no idea what's coming. That's the thing. This is like what it all boils <clears throat> down to for me is like there are so few candidates on that stage that really understand what we're up against in the next like mm-hmm. eight to ten years. Like yeah. four. I just four. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's yeah. it's just like like, okay, I mean, I know John Delaney was, like, you know, obviously one of the idiots, but he he literally said at one point, like, I want to invest in, like, you know, like, science that fights climate change. Like, we're going to build these giant machines that take carbon out of the atmosphere, like, whatever. And, like, that is, it, that is not, like, a legitimate idea yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. giant air filters that take carbon <laughs> out of the atmosphere. It's like, like so in this theoretical boring. model, like, it's... That is the most, yeah. like, creepy geoengineering, like, sci-fi shit. Like, yeah. and people just throw it around because that's literally the conception that they have of the future. Like, people do not know how to place the future. All they can do is reference, like, their union worker or immigrant or whatever parents that yeah, came yeah, before it's them. Yeah, true. Well, they sounded like a fucking Common App essay. It was crazy. Yeah, I think what's, it's insane. What's so powerful about the Green New Deal is that it is, like, the first, to my knowledge, like, major document or proposed legislation that recognizes that there is an environmental crisis, there's a social crisis, there's a mental health crisis, there's, like x y and z crisis and they're all intertwined like to Mm -hmm. to create medicare for all is to help solve the environmental crisis is to help solve the mental health crisis and it's like and you cannot and he i think john delaney is the like homer simpson one right yeah Um, yeah he made a comment that was like a like critiquing the green new deal for this reason and being like why do we need to create socialist government jobs like to solve the environment i was like you just, you literally don't get you have it. To, like, 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 you, you have, have to. to. Like, like, Felix Guattari, like, philosopher from the 80s, like, wrote, like, there's, like, a mental ecology, a social ecology, and an environmental ecology. And, like, if one's out of whack, they're all out of whack. And, like, mm-hmm. I, and, like, I think that, Lord, we're finally reaching a cultural moment where, like, we, hopefully, at least the left is starting, can, like, start to 
create consensus around that um that idea yeah mm-hmm. I still think that people are so removed from what it really means though like I think there's a lot of people who uh their heart is in the right place like in being like no we do need like socialism like it's very clear that like our current system is like running us into the ground like whatever Mm -hmm. Uh but no offense because I know you both have done this like complaining (laughs) about paper straws is like one of the things that I it's like so symbolic to me (laughs) about like what the issue is gonna look like like if we try to push forward like in the direction that like the Green New Deal wants us to go. Oh my god, are you which I think paper straws, Erin? No, I just <laughs> I just don't think they're that big of an inconvenience. And I think I... people using them and complaining about no. them and being like, come on, paper straws are too far. Is no, like, you're not getting my complaint. No. Okay, what's your complaint? No, my complaint I mean it's not just that they're literally disgusting. It's that <laughs> it, it's that it's that they're a band-aid on a bullet wound. Like, like I think Absolutely. the critique is that, like, shitty white girls think that, like, bringing paper straws to an event is the solution. But it's like, no. Like, there are, like, that is, like, you need, we need to dismantle the system. We don't need to, Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Okay, but what do you think that actually means? Like, I'm not saying that, like paper straws are the answer but like the answer is like that you can't buy a drink to go unless you bring your own cup like shit like that like that's way more inconvenient and like the reality of it is going to be that like people who have the time money and energy to be able to like live sustainably are going to be able to and then people that are stuck working like two jobs like running from thing to thing to thing like are not going to be able to like participate in our future economy that's not based on like disposable plastic like I I I understand that it's a band-aid on like a open wound but I think that I, I just don't really think that people know what they mean when they say they want radical change and yeah. I think that it's gonna hit people a lot harder and there's going to be a reaction going right or going towards like personal freedom or like whatever that's going to come if we like just jump into all of these like liberal policies without like without really establishing that that's what we want as a society. Sure. Like I guess I just think it's going to be harder for people to adapt than we realize and we say that we want change but a lot of people, I mean, change is something that people are extremely uncomfortable with. Yeah. Like, and to me, it's not that paper straws are like an answer or that people should just like shut up and use them. It's just like the fact that like it caused such a hubbub with people being like, mm, I hate the new lids. I feel like a baby drinking out of a sippy cup. I'm just like, <laughs> this is going to be like the, the future. Like this is how people are going to be in the future. Sure, but I think also another issue for me is that, like, giant manufacturers of those stupid, like, sippy cups that you can get at La Colombe and, like, the paper straws and stuff are actively, like, perpetuating, like, the bullet wound that Stephen was talking about. Like, these are, like, fucked up corporations. Most of them are, like, fucked up corporations, like, the paper industry, the plastic industry, like, that are, like, actively benefiting from like, the cultivation of these resources that are still pretty damaging to the environment, regardless. What, paper? Yeah. I mean, paper's not as bad as plastic. That's fair, but, like... I mean, I just... My point is they're still fucking making money. 
Right, and they're perpetual. Okay, but what, what, what would you, like, have happen? Like, what's, like, the solution then? So what I think needs to happen is that, like, basically we're in, like, like, I think that, like, vast networks of, like, transnational capital and, like, also, like, kind of, um, yeah, I mean, essentially that, like, are just, like, sprawling more and more and more and more out of control. And I think that we need to, like, retreat backwards from that towards, like, a space where things are more domestically produced and because they're mm-hmm. more and because they're more domestically produced there is more um there's more regulation over how the labor going into that is treated like so basically a retreat from like like vast transnational trade partnerships towards like a more like um socially like socially integrated uh, like manufacturing space. So the problem literally, is like literally, the ethics of creating the plastic lid, or is it the plastic lid itself? It's I think both. it's the plastic it's lid itself. Both. If you take care of the labor that's creating that product, you yeah, will but be there's taking no, care of the environment. There's no person that's making a plastic lid. It's all machines. Like, sure. I don't. Well, that's going. I, to it's happen, not. Though. I don't know that. That's I happening. mean, it is. It's it's already the case, like for like mass produced like plastic materials. It's just molds. It's all just molds that they put plastic into. Well, like, yeah, I know they're not like handcraft, like sculpted. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the like labor argument then? Like you fix the relationship to labor and you fix the problem. Uh, I mean, there's there are like labor is still. I there we have not yet reached a place where all labor is automated. That otherwise but, things would be domestically produced we wouldn't have like like China wouldn't be the state it is like you cannot argue that there we are have reached like 100% automation right no, now. no but I'm I'm like, focusing this mainly on the like Starbucks cup argument like this is like really like that exact problem what's the answer what's the answer to plastic cups a return to love a return <laughs> yeah <laughs> You guys criticize Marianne for having no policies. (laughs) (laughs) This is my point. Like, you guys, like, not you, you know, I'm not targeting you specifically, although Mm -hmm. I'd be lying if I said you didn't fit the bill. Like, people don't really know what they mean. And, like, they can say all they want, that they want a better relationship or they want a closer relationship, whatever. But at the end of the day... A plastic lid is a plastic lid and it shouldn't be mass distributed or exist, like, probably, if we're actually talking about radical change. Okay, okay, okay. Like, Like, yes, okay, yes, but, like, returning to what I was just saying about, like, like, I think that the, like, nature of, like, like, transnational capitalism and, like, globalization is that, like, those products, like, like plastic lids have just become more and more cheap because basically we've just like outsourced them and put them into like insanely vast like supply chain networks that we're realizing are just like more vast than they ever needed to be. And it's like that, like there's like an overproduct, like, like Walmart products are the perfect example. Like, like all of those are shipped from abroad and like they all suck. They're all like, like you use them a few times. I mean, I know there's something like so classist and shitty about me saying this, but like, I just, like, we need to, like, I think we need to, like, like, aim to move to a space where, like, 
there are like re like like working class people can afford to buy products without having to buy like that tier of product. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, you I, think that if people had the money, they would spend more ethically or consciously. That and I also think that ethic the unethical shit should just like not exist. Like we should stop importing just like shitty products if we were like in my in my America. <laughs> <laughs> but paper straws are too far. Ugh, yeah. They suck. We can use metal straws, Erin. Like I'm metal straws are it. worse for the environment than paper straws. Okay. Shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Why? Fuck. They're multi use. Yeah, but people don't actually use them multiple times and they steal them from restaurants, which means that restaurants just end up buying like a fuck ton of metal Wait, straws. Wait, there is which... absolutely Whatever. no way that that's like, that that's a widespread enough issue that metal straws are it worse is. for the environment than it is. one. It is. Look it up. It is. Uh, I, um... <laughs> I promise you it is. Metal straws are also much more difficult to make. Like you're literally making a straw out of metal. Yeah, it's like, cute. It's like cute it's and so metallic cute. looking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I literally don't concede any part of my argument. So, <laughs> agree to disagree. Uh, I'll check. I'll check back with you guys in ten years and see where we're all at. <laughs> I'm just telling literally you, I'm calling it now. Over. I'm um, calling a conservative swing by the same people that like are obsessed with like criticizing the structure of things now. I just. <laughs> I, I, I do think it's, this is why I'm saying in like a fucked up way, I understand why people like Joe Biden, not intrinsically Joe Biden, but sort of like that they feel that the push left is ultimately reactionary, which I think for a lot of people it is. They don't yeah. seriously believe in leftist views. They're just so horrified by the current system. I do. I mean, I do. But yeah. like, I think I think a lot of the swing is based off of reaction uh-huh. more than it is about people really believing or knowing something different. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have like really solid faith in Liz and Bernie that either of them would be like, I would be really excited if they were the nominee and I'd probably move back to the States to campaign for them. So let's make it happen, fam. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I I would love to see uh Bernie or Liz. Yeah. In the in the hot seat next to Trump. Yeah. Um, I happen to think Bernie would do better, but whatever, I'm not picky. Yeah. Hey, sorry. I was literally like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what the hell happened? I like oh I don't know. I was trying to search if metal straws are worse for the environment and it completely backfired. And she logged off. <laughs> I logged the fuck off. It's yeah. like signing off. That's Did you age. find uh something that No, Erin, my phone fucking crashed, so you win. Okay. I love the metal uh, straws that have the like oil spill, like the like purple hue. You know the one I'm talking about? They're like sort of like Maybe yeah, maybe that's all metal straws. They're so chic. I like the ones with the like cute little like uh like plastic washer that's like sort of bendy rubbery. It's so cute mm. so that like it doesn't like slip and slide around. Right. I love. <laughs> yeah, My like dream metal straw has the like holographic <laughs> oil spill thing and like a tiny baby blue washer. Uh, yeah. 
Let's make it Birthday happen. gift ideas. <laughs> I'm literally looking at an article. It's an opinion piece, to be fair. <laughs> all, all news is opinion piece. Yeah, okay. and, uh, fucking it's it's in memoriam saying goodbye to metal straws 2018's <laughs> live strong bracelet and i completely agree <laughs> that is so ridiculous that sends me if um yeah well paper straws were 2017's so um i think it's all i think the whole straw well yeah, we'll see how the straw debacle plays out. It's just it's, fucking dumb. It's interesting. My issue with it isn't the... isn't. It's just, like, I get invited to so many... Like, and especially in Hong Kong, which is literally a colonial city. Like, literal, like, expat, like, British events that are like, bring a paper straw so you're good for the environment. And it's like, this is so many layers of fucked up. Like, you people are literal colonizers <laughs> in a settler... Like, a settler state being, like... Being like, like you're, you are the problem. You're the history of the problem. You're every reason why we're here. Not even saying I'm not one of it. And you're like, oh, but bring a paper straw. It's like. Like purporting to minimize an issue that you probably like fundamentally created. You fundamentally, Mm -hmm. you and your parents and everyone before you. And you continue to. Yeah. Yeah, That's my problem with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, like, misguided most of the time. It's, like, self-congratulatory slash performative in the same way that, like, being woke is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I like, agree. being woke about the environment. It's, like, stop. The environment has been, like, completely unsustainable and, like, hostile for poor people for yeah. the past century. Yeah. It's, like, related to, like... Now. Okay, yeah. but I'm like 23. What was I supposed to do before? I'm not now? saying I'm not saying you. I'm just saying I know, but your I think your argument, all of your argument, I I guess like to me it just comes across as like a personal gripe you each have with like people that you interact with. Like, <laughs> it's probably true, yeah, but like not... the people I interact with exist in the world. And it's happening. Yeah, but your problem is more that they're annoying to you rather than yeah. that they're representative of an evil that we're not all representative of which i think we now, are yeah this is a topic for another podcast like yeah I think, this is we strayed yeah, yeah. I, mean, Steven, um, did, I feel like we just lost no i feel like i, I won I don't, like i, I don't actually think i won <laughs> i just don't know who's it's right you, I, it's because you logged don't. off you i obviously think i'm that. right but it's i missed 10 seconds i didn't log off <laughs> she logged off to try to prove that metal straws are good for the environment and like her computer <laughs> crashed and she was like wait i don't know how to set up my headphones and also record a voice memo on my phone fuck y'all <laughs> no i'm speechless um cool well my I'm just only saying, other we'll revisit note is it that later. i oh sorry I was just mm-hmm. gonna say, yeah, we'll revisit the topic at a later date, I'm sure, because I think it's an overarching point of uh, contention in Stephen and I's ideology. Yeah, which apparently, are always mm-hmm. fun to explore when they pop up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's why realizing stuff exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. And with that. Um, so yeah, I think we basically should we like sum up the debate like any like last overall takes. Um, like Bernie's just, daddy, like, that's Bernie's kind of obviously daddy. Like take right. my money, babe. Seriously, yeah. um, uh, I feel like my like last and like sort of somber note was that like I just felt 
deeply awkward. Like, I felt so uncomfortable for them. Like, especially the losers, like, of which there were plenty. I literally just felt kind of sad, which is fucked up because they're fucked up. And, like, weirdly enough, like, even when they were, like, antagonistic, like, John Delaney, for instance, was, like, truly an aggressor the whole fucking night. It was pathetic. Uh I still sort of felt, like, sort of, like, just pity for him like I was like dude like people are literally calling you a Homer Simpson pussy on Facebook I mean like on Twitter like it's so sad like you have a family (laughs) sad and like I was in Tompkins Square Park like the like a few months ago and like these like John Delaney canvassers like approached me and they were like do you want to donate to John Delaney for America and I was like I don't know tell me about his platform and I swear these people were cucked like fully brainwashed it was crazy like like for all intents and purposes like these people like I would have profiled them as like militant like DSA leftists but they were like John Delaney has a fresh vision for America he's a democratic capitalist and I was like those I like the ideals of the left and the ideals of capitalism are incompatible which is why these people are like like most of the people on that stage are complete fools but like there I was like trying to get them to talk to me and I was like I'm a Bernie voter like I'm not about this I just don't understand and they were like well if you want to see John Delaney debate donate five dollars and I was like you know what fuck you I will so I did which is so fucked up and dumb I I know what the the that that story took a crazy (laughs) turn I know, I know, It's people I know. like you that keep John Delaney on the stage. Really well, I mean, like, he was pretty John fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Holy shit. Fuck, so... that's gonna follow me around for the rest of my life. It should. We live in, like, such a fucked up simulation. I am the face of Big Pharma. I know. You, apparently, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyways that was my anecdote my point is that like he was just pathetic and like most of them were and I like felt awkward and sad for them and like that was Mm -hmm. my main takeaway besides like it's a reality tv show it's literally a reality show yeah it's like wait was Elizabeth Warren mommy if Bernie was daddy Uh, yeah she reminds I I I think she is definitely like a she reminds me of my mom at least yeah she's mom like she's yeah totally I don't know about mom okay. yeah like that's like too <laughs> yeah that is a different connotation it's like too far for me <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah yeah um, cool yeah great okay well uh Aya thanks for thanks for joining us on the yeah, podcast yeah no problem Aya thanks so that was much fun. um I hope that I was whenever. like a not not a like impediment <laughs> yeah. To the flow of the pod. Come back no, when you it out really the voice well. memo app. Um, yeah, seriously. Like... <laughs> I think it's not compatible with my iPad, in my defense. That's it's literally a, They're impossible. all Apple. It's That's all Apple. I will show you. I'll take pics. Okay. I'll send the receipts. <laughs> Alright, okay. we're, we're gonna sign okay, off. So Signing thanks off. Thanks for listening. Literally bye. Literally, literally bye. Bye. Bye.